greatest ice dancing team of all time. For and sure. And that's, yeah, that's it started here. And, uh, like, they're not the ones that jump in the air and twirl. No, no, they're the ones that dance on ice. And they, they captured the, not only the attention of this nation and the entire world, but they captured the love also. So, for me, that's my bronze medal for the 2010 Vancouver Olympic Games. Dwayne, your silver medal. By the way, you can see the medals on your screens. Uh, the medals were beautiful, nice molded metal with some waves and some uh, in well, some uh, native art in the background. Then if you uh, look at, say, like a, like a, a screenshot or at least a, a, a graphic of a bigger and more of the graphics that were used for uh, some of the imagery of the 2010 Vancouver Games, which were very uh, heavily influenced by native art and by art of of uh, different tribes in Canada. So that was a beautiful design, beautiful choice for the artwork. And what is your silver medal for the Vancouver 2010 Games? I went international with this one. Um, it was the beginning of the Olympic career of, of a young woman who has ultimately become a legend in the winter games on the on the cross-country skiing side from Norway. Uh, Merit Bjorgen uh, won her first three gold medals. Uh, she's won eight in her career, 15 medals overall. They started in Vancouver. Uh, this is one of the most dominant athletes of her era, of the Olympics period, and, you know, for her to, to start in Canada was, was something. And it, it speaks to the fact that there were a lot of great international performances in these games, too. Top the bottom. This is the one that I thought deserved the most attention for me from the international side of things. Uh, Canada was not really a player in the cross country events uh, at all, uh, which sort of makes it perfect for me to pick one from that to, to be the one to represent the international. But I, I don't want to, even though we're hyper focusing on Canada's performance in these games, uh, you, you can't ignore, you know, Norway's dominance in this sport all over. And we talked a lot about that at Pyeongchang. It's getting even more dominant now, right? And this individual who won gold in Pyeongchang as well started her career then. It's kind of interesting to me too, and it speaks a little bit to the to the field, or the sport I should say, that she was 29 at this point. She's so not what we would consider young, young for an athlete, uh, that she would win most of her, win you know 15 Olympic medals in her 30s basically. Well, some were in her 29s, yeah. but yeah. basically from Close 29 to on to win all, to be 28 and not have won an Olympic medal and be 39 and have won 15. <laughs> uh, that's a pretty significant thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it's, I guess also it's uh, sport nutrition was to a point that is close, similar to today in 2010, which was not the case before and training and, and all these things, especially when you're looking at endurance sports, like, like cross country skiing, like, short like long track speed skating when you're looking at these type of sports usually in your 30s you also have great performances left in you because you have not only the abilities physically even though you might be on the decline physically the knowledge of your body knowing what you can do knowing how to push yourself in an endurance capacity knowing when to give it all so that you have nothing left at the end that knowledge come with experience also so I'm not surprised that endurance athletes to that level actually have great results in uh, their uh, 20s, 30s. Yes. All right. Let's move to your to my silver medal here. And it's JCJ Anderson. <laughs> what? Yes, JCJ. I, I agree with you. Go on. <laughs> yeah, JCJ Anderson, a gold medalist in the parallel giant slalom to me. 
him winning in his hometown, winning where he perfected his board, and it's a great moment for JCJ Anderson and for Snowboard Canada. But well, they were actually not really getting along at that time. But uh, good for JCJ Anderson. Well, he, he retired after he's retired a couple times since. Uh, <laughs> keeps coming out. Wouldn't shock me to see him at the next one. If he's in Beijing, no one's going to be surprised. Yeah, like, hey, hey, JC, how you doing? How, how yeah. old are you now? 50? No matter, he can still win. Yeah, he is one of the, um, the the originals, right? Like, he was right there from the beginning. He was in, the, he was in uh, Nagano. So, you know, he, if he were to go to Beijing, which I don't think he will, but if he were, he would be a rare Olympic athlete to be in three different decades. So yeah. this is a guy that was expected to win in, in multiple Olympics, kept crashing out, and finally got it done at home. And yep. that's a great story to... That, that I had the reason I laughed, Kevin, is because I there's so many great moments from Canada in these games that I forgot about that one, but it was one that at the time felt like it was everything, yeah. and in any other Olympic games might have been easily your gold medal pick, but there was just so many to pick from in the Vancouver Olympics from a Canadian perspective that that I forgot about that until this moment, and then I immediately was back there again, and that's the brilliance of Vancouver 2010 for a Canadian fan. Yeah, and for him, there's also the whole story of like before 